0: Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better act yeah, mm-hmm. on Hat on, suit on, suit on. looking like a trap giving dawn. Give me the m- mm-hmm. like the dress, like a million bucks. bucks. Got things in his cups. Y'all mm-hmm. mm-hmm. tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey. Oh yeah. listening to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. <laughs> oh, girl. oh, girl. Please, oh my to join me. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I gotta tell you something, everybody, and this is great news for everybody, that um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful at whatever level you choose. It can be successful in a relationship, successful in the family, success is maybe considered to you becoming a homeowner. It could be uh, being debt free your ideal success could be 60000 a year, 50000 a year, $100,000 a year. It doesn't matter. If you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm, I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us. You don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, if you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it and water it, it grows, it branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out. It flourishes. Now, let me tell you, that thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm gonna go on and get at it. I'm gonna stop renting, I'm gonna become a homeowner. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna stop living check to check. I'ma, 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 I'ma put a budget together. I'm gonna stop stepping out on my family. I'ma go home, I'ma get it together. I'ma stop using. You, When you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator to help you carry out, the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made, so, he can, so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something. But the more things you are able to accomplish, the greater your confidence grows. So we got to get your mindset together. Your mindset is a decision that you have to make. When you make the decision, you can begin the process. Your mindset is also a will of yours, a will along with the decision, a will, a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else is going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You gotta take a less travel path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you wanna be different, cause they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. You've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself. To be the best me that I can possibly be. To be the best self that I can possibly be. To be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you? And But, but, but one of the worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else because guess what man that ain't your life you ain't jay-z and beyonce you you're not you not oprah instead man you that's not who you are quit looking around at everybody else that comparison of everybody else will keep you broken It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you're steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment. I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realized in its best disguise a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you. Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. We need to get that. If you're sitting there thinking about it, man, it's gotta be more to this. It is, it is. That's the God in you crying out. That's the seed that was planted in you. That's the gift that's in there that's been locked away for years. It ain't too late to open that door, man. When is it too late to be free? Ask Nelson Mandela. When he was alive, Nelson Mandela suffered 20-some years, man, behind the wall. When he got out, (laughs) he was more powerful, more significant than he was before he went in. Ain't ever too late to be free. It's a mindset. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will. It's a change of direction. It's an obligation to yourself. It's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man. You got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man. God didn't create you to be an inmate. What you sitting in there for? Now, when you make your mistake and you do your time and you come out, don't let nobody fool you. Well, I got this. I can't get a job. I guess I got to go do what I got to do. Are you stupid? For real? That's the decision you have made? No, nah, man. You're going to wind up right back in there. Come on, man. Talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? I need it all because uh partial attention isn't good. Uh it's not uh, exemplary behavior, and therefore we need it all. Okay? Now that we have that, uh let me tell you what's happening here. This here the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's what it is. Good morning, show. Mm-hmm. Welcome
3: back, Steve.
1: Oh, Lord, Carla Pharrell. real. <laughs>
3: what's
1: up? <laughs> hey, what's up, June? Morning,
3: Uncle Man. Glad to hear from you.
1: Hey, Thomas Miles, what's going yes, on? Yes, sir. What's yeah. up, what's up? Steve Harvey, how you feeling? Like a player.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just do you while in the process. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
5: Well, how was it, Steve, You're two days off? I, I'm sure you were working or something.
1: Oh, girl. <laughs> P- please know they wasn't no two days off. Mm-hmm. I wish. From the radio. I wish. Well, yeah, there's a little difficulties, but, you know, everything's good. God is good
0: all the time he's amazing
1: Mm -hmm. he's awesome Mm -hmm. he does incredible things for us even things that we're not even aware of oh man uh if you believe in him he's always moving on your behalf um what i did learn was on days when i may do this for my closing remarks too all right on days when it when it appears as though when it appears as though you're not having a good day, that things are not going your way, and you feel that your weakest times, those are your times that can potentially be your strongest times because if you're smart, it, it turns you to God and you become closer. So in your weakness, he will become your strength. That is true. That's what I've learned over these past two days. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be off. Uh-huh. I got a lot That's of strength from God, yeah. a lot of strength from me
3: amen, amen man. can you please do that for your yeah. closing remarks I'm yeah. going through that situation right now All right. yeah man, man uh,
1: I, you, I need some guidance on this well don't know if I can give you that but I can tell you what I went through and uh, you know help me out yeah. I'm here I'm fine
0: yeah
1: everything is beautiful in its own way I don't know where that came
5: from I, I, but I it just, was appropriate though it <laughs> I've I, 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 I heard,
1: yeah. heard that song somewhere. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Of course.
1: Can I Ray what, Stevens?
3: What group is
1: that? is that? No, it was Ray Stevens. Care. Oh. Here. Okay. <laughs> Stevens.
3: And he. Who, and he's where? You don't know who
1: that is, though. So that was Ray <laughs> Stevens, man. And I have no idea where that came from. It's a country singer, Ray Stevens. And the no only reason well, I'm saying that because good. the board it's engineer told me that's who it was so I, uh. I just said i don't know who that was and it was ray stevens yeah i knew
6: the song but i didn't know who. Yeah, i'm
1: clueless
6: <laughs> you clueless. just
1: heard it yeah but it's amazing how stuff pops into your head it's kind sort of crazy man welcome i've got a huge memory but what you know
4: when stuff pops in your head that's what that's what i go through Oh,
0: man. Uh-huh. I, got
1: to, I, got to go, I got to go get some counseling.
0: This <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm
1: turning into you. I got to stop this that. I'm just telling you. Oh, God help
5: me. All right, listen, uh, we'll be back. Guess what time it is, Steve? You came back just in time for your favorite oh. segment, Ask Steve. Oh, hold
1: up, man. Yes. Let me sit up in my chair.
5: <laughs> it's coming up at 32 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your favorite segment, Ask Steve. Guess what time it is?
1: Man, ready.
5: It is time for Ask Steve. Ready? What you need. All right, here we go. Here's the first question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Steve, name something that you were really, really excited about. I mean, couldn't wait till it came out. When it came out, eh, didn't live up to the hype.
1: Pink Panther. You're wrong for
0: that. (laughs) Pink Panther. Man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Worst damn movie. (laughs) And man, We're I went to see Pink Panther. <laughs> but I was talking about how great that movie was going to be. What? What am I doing in here?
0: <laughs> you know.
1: You know, man. It was a detective movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was horrible. I don't even. It he was said. horrible. Oh, it yeah. was horrible.
5: Peter Sellers, right? I, yeah. I yeah. hate
1: every minute of that movie. <laughs> That's the worst movie I've gone to that I thought was coming out. It was a long time ago, but it's amazing how that popped up too. Because uh-huh. I knew exactly. Man, the like old you...
6: one or the, or the remake with Which Steve Martin? Which one are you talking
1: about? Which one? Oh, no, no, no. The old one.
6: Oh, oh okay. Oh, God. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Tell us how you really feel. Ooh, right. <laughs> All right. Well, there okay.
0: you go, <laughs> All right, Tommy.
5: Thank you, Steve, for that. <laughs> Tommy.
4: Yeah. Let me up. think. Let me think. Uh, what is a story that you've been waiting to share, mm. but no one has asked the right question? Man.
6: There's so many. That's
4: a
1: tough one, man, because I've shared a lot of stories.
6: Yeah, you're, you're a story great storyteller. Story yeah. And, and love I
1: love telling stories, mm-hmm. too. Yes, so you do. It's like it excites me to tell stories because it's just in my blood to tell stories. That's how my whole career has been comedically. I'm not a joke writer, I'm a storyteller. I paint pictures. I got that from Richard Pryor
0: mm-hmm.
1: He was a, such a vivid picture painter.
0: That you no tell way, us a story
1: now? What's yeah, I mean, you know, whether you knew uh, what he was talking about precisely or if you had it in your memory bank, it didn't matter, or was it was an experience of yours, it didn't matter. His ability to paint a picture mm-hmm. of the wino standing in the street oh, yeah. that booked the numbers, didn't need pen or paper, stood in the middle of the street directing traffic. That, that, that story he was telling, man, it was like phenomenal.
5: All right, Steve. At this point, I'm going to remind you, please, to keep your answers as brief as possible, so that we can was get as, as many brief as possible. questions For in. A story. You know what, anyway, anyway. <laughs>
1: sure It was a story question. Excuse me. Come on. <laughs> you know,
6: Carla, your turn. You're up. All right, here you go. If you could add ten years to your life, or ten million dollars to your bank
0: account, no, oh, come on. No, That's give me the ten years,
1: hands down. Give yeah. me the ten years. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll make yeah. that. Hey, man, give me them ten years.
0: Mm.
6: Maybe I should ask Tommy that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you choose? Because he, I can
1: answer that for Tommy right now. If uh-huh. you gave Tommy ten million dollars, he'll take it and fake his death in front yes! of his family. Yes, <laughs> yes, hell
6: yeah. And start <laughs> over, <laughs> Junior. Uh-huh. What you got? But oh, Carla, yo, you already asked. Yourself. I did, and mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah, my money was, was good. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right, uh,
3: all right. So, um, you you've you been around a minute, man. What is something that was way better about 15 years ago? Something that you just knew was way better.
1: I need a little bit more time than that, because I would say music.
5: Oh, music! That's a good answer, Steve.
1: A little bit more than 15, and I'll tell you it was music.
0: Yeah,
6: that was 2004.
1: Oh no. I <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, music was to me in 2004. I didn't know what the hell was going
6: on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't seem like it. Wow, 15, 15 years ago. So years, yeah, 2004. 2004. VL. wow. VL.
1: Time is
5: moving. It really yeah. is moving. It really yeah. is.
7: Yeah,
6: it's already May.
7: Yeah.
1: You know, I want to remind you, Shirley. Yeah. That these questions should come along at a lot quicker pace.
5: <laughs> All right, here we go, Steve. <laughs> how do you? How do you? How do you live dangerously? You know, is there something you do that's a little edgy, dangerous? Mm-hmm. How how do you it's, live that way? I mean, what do you, you know do? Don't do? Yeah, he's pretty safe. You're a pretty safe yeah. guy. Yeah. A,
4: a, a damn yeah. show ain't his taxes. He yeah. a show, yeah. oh, hell,
1: hell, it's
5: not swimming. <laughs> none of that. Hell no, uh-huh. swimming, swimming with the baby, sharks.
1: Ain't no jumping, skydiving. Nah. Ain't no you know learning <laughs> how to fly no plane. Uh, probably the most adventurous thing I do is. I stand on the edge of a boat when it's moving. (laughs) (laughs)
0: About about as out
1: there as I get. This boat moving. (laughs) Steve, it's slow, but it's moving.
5: (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty safe, though, Steve. You are. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. All right, come on, Tommy. You're up.
1: Oh,
4: Okay, okay, okay. What bogus award... Did you win in high school? Did you ever win a bogus award in high
1: school? Yeah, I won the most difficult.
4: <laughs> Shows not, up today. That ain't bogus. That's that's on point, ain't it?
1: Uh. That's the only one I won. So. <laughs> I ain't winning nothing else.
5: How were you difficult in high school? What were you doing?
1: I mean, I just, I ain't get it, man. I ain't like nobody at my school. So, what, you know, why we in here? What what, what, is, what is this studying for? I ain't learning nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it, when are we graduating so I can turn the page and get on with my life?
0: Which I immediately <laughs> went
1: and started destroying it right away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right
1: after high school, I started destroying my life personally. Mm.
6: Oh man! Oh man,
1: tow it up.
0: Mm, mm,
6: mm. And yeah. I'm
1: telling, my went on a tail.
7: But look at you now. Yeah. yeah. Thank you,
1: Jesus. It, it
5: worked out. It worked uh, out. I
1: am slowly becoming the per- person I should have been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's a damn shame, really.
6: <laughs> All right, do we have yeah. uh, time for one more yeah. quick one, Carla? Come on! All right, here we go. What is the one thing that you always fight about with your significant other? One thing, quickly.
1: What? What's in my backyard?
0: Oh,
6: that's
1: what, she, be, she be throwing some cold stuff
4: oh, back you there. mean the boy. roller what, the is rings? what is that? <laughs>
1: the, yeah. Baby, baby, why do we have that out here? Because <laughs> it's the grandkids. I don't want no more grandkids.
5: <laughs> <laughs> my All right, coming up, more fun. Run that prank back with a nephew in the building right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Coming up at the top of the hour and entertainment news, some sad news. This is really sad. Ghetto boys member Bushwick Bill uh has stage four pancreatic cancer. No. Uh, no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bushwick? Yeah, Bushwick, yeah. So we're Hold sending up, pr- dog.
1: The Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the little girl. Straight man. out of Houston, boom, boom, boom. yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, stage four. So definitely put him on your prayer list.
4: Oh, that's uh, definite.
5: But right now the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, nap
4: He left <laughs> his draw.
6: Did he now?
4: Let's say that one more time. He left his draw. I know I'm the only one on the show that has left his yeah, draw yeah, before, but
1: yeah. he left. No, Tommy. He is.
4: What,
0: you, you not, excuse me? No,
1: I've, <laughs> I've left some drawers. True.
0: <laughs> Steve,
5: you never get into this. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: Y'all ain't never asked me that story. So. That's the one story right yeah, there. Ain't <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever asked me about telling time left my drawers. God.
4: We want to hear that one.
5: Well, trust us. We're going to ask you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he left his drawers. Let's run it, Kat.
8: Hello? Uh, yes, uh, Mr. T- Yes? Hey, this is the doorman, Mark, of uh, your building. Okay. I have a mister here who uh is trying to get buzzed up to your unit. Are you are you at home right now, sir? No, no, no sir, I'm not a who. Yeah, a, a mister um what did you say? I'm sorry. What did you say again? Mister
0: And he wants okay. to
8: be buzzed up. Supposedly he left some articles in the room or in your unit a couple of days ago. And, uh, I was out of town a couple of days ago. What day are we talking about? Uh so what day was you actually here? Uh, it said Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He he was there all three days. You guys let him into my apartment for three days. He was in my place. For no, no uh, uh, Mister, we don't let anybody in. And let someone in the unit allows them to be buzzed up. That's the rules here of the building. So we definitely didn't do anything out of character. So who we let think. him in? Who buzzed him in then? Sir, I hate to say it, but I'm assuming your wife must have buzzed him up. What you mean my wife was not there three days ago? She was on a business trip. She was not at the. Three days ago. No, sir. Your wife was here. I've actually seen your wife come in and out. Okay, the dude is there right now. He's downstairs. He's here right now with me, sir. What did he leave in my place? Okay, one second, Mr. Hang on. What, what did you actually leave in this part? A pair of pants,
0: underwear, and
8: what, and what else? He says he left under- uh, a pair of pants, some underwear, and a toothbrush, shirt, sir. Stop. Mr. Till. Till. He's there right now. My- let me talk to him. Put him on the phone. Let me talk to him. Uh, you know what, Mr. I mean, right now, the, we're listening to you, and I rate the way you sound. I don't want to put this guy on the phone. Mark, if you want to keep your job at the building, you're going to put him on the phone now. Mr. Sir, sir, yeah. sir he, Mr. He's actually leaving out of the building now. He's, no, um, no. What the would
9: he's you walking let him out? leave?
8: He's walking. I, I don't I know. I you to put from. him on the phone. What the is your problem? I, you got video surveillance, right? You got video footage of everybody that comes in and out of the building, right? Uh, yes, sir. But, you know, if, if nothing occurs, we I think we should have footage that goes back at least two weeks. So we should be able to pull some things up for you, sir. Yeah, I'm going to need you to get that, and I need it sent over to me right now. I'm at my work email. I need it today. Because this is some <laughs> y'all. Let some <laughs> in my apartment. And, 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 and this is uh, some sir- some Hang you on, know Mr. Mr. Talk Mr. Talk? Mr. Like, what kind of him are you? What kind of imbecile hey, are you? Hey, sir, Mr. <coughs> <coughs> Hang <coughs> on a second. What? All right, well, let, let, please, hear me out, sir. Hear me out. I haven't, we haven't just let someone in. Someone in your unit buzzed someone up. We didn't just let anyone up. Now, I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm assuming your wife buzzed this guy just <coughs> up. We didn't do that. You shut up and get me what i asked you for and then we're done okay well well you know you're saying i have a problem maybe you have a problem pleasing your wife and that's why yes. she's buzzing other people up You, her, <clears throat> you think her well, talking to me like that you Thanks, sir. you're being you're being respectful to me as well sir no 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 the disrespectful is you coming and letting people come up in my building that you know is not i haven't let anybody inside, up here your, i can't stop your wife from doing what she's doing you let okay, in my but you're taking, in my you're taking out on and me and what you should be saying to your wife. Somebody that's got to dress up all the time and always buzzing somebody up to right. the room when you're gone. That's you what you need to, to be concerned about, door, man. Mister, you. 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 you, you, you know what? I'm the only around here busting my ass. Take care, down there. I'm over here working right now to pay for that, so that you got your gotta get a job. Well, you might be handling your, your you him, but you evidently to. you're not. You're not handling your business at home. That's why she keep buzzing people up, sir. You know what? Well, the business I'm going to handle when I get home today is your mother... What how that, Mr. You're, doorman? Been, Mr. Your, is doorman. Been, your, your wife has been... Hey, sir, you're going to quit calling me the doorman, okay? You, you are the mother... Doorman. What's your mother... position? Huh? What the... Do you do for a living? I'm a doorman. You open doors. And thank you, Mr. Doorman. Matter of fact, I'm going to stop calling you Mr. Doorman because that's giving you too much respect. Okay, your uh, if you, you know, if you if you stop Tommy from going up to your room, you'll be fine. Who the f- Tommy, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Your wife got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: some
8: f- y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> your f- about to get. <laughs> oh, you're you in my job t- cussing. <laughs> He's a, oh, man. This is not cool, oh, man. You don't know the that was going through my head. That, she was about to get it. Y'all was, everybody was about to get it. Hey man, I gotta ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, gotta be the Steve Harvey Morning
0: Show.
4: <laughs> that is. He left his drawers. Now I want to hear.
1: How Uncle Steve left his draw.
3: Man, how you leave your draw? we never asked him
1: that. <laughs> when? Left how my draw, man, when I was 26 years old. <laughs> in Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. I went down there with my boy Ronnie Florida, real name Ronnie Barrett. Used should call him Ronnie Florida because he used to, well, anyway. Anyway. Some, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, he did some stuff in Florida he used to do all the time. And, Bring it back with him. So.
0: Yeah, I got
3: you.
1: And so we both took insurance interest exam together. And we met these girls down in Columbus. And we spent the night. And uh, it was time to go home. And I just, I didn't know where it was. <laughs> you know, it, it was so wild up in there, man. I ain't know where my damn draws were, And I needed them drawers, too, because I ain't had no money back then. So... <laughs> I needed them drawers because I wore them. I wore them drawers a couple times a week, so I needed them drawers.
0: Well, thank Ooh, well you, you for sharing. you put two days on some
1: drawers, <laughs> no, no, not two in a row. But I didn't have a lot of underwear, so you know when they get washed, I Wash got to put these. These gonna show up uh, twice in a week. I knew you oh, were easy, easy. <laughs> All
5: right, thank you for sharing.
1: Oh, but don't say, don't, don't, don't try to act like you ain't never had no drawers on two days in a row. Please don't try to act like that. <laughs> I'm not acting
4: like that. I'm not. Okay.
1: Hello. (laughs) All
5: right. Listen. uh, We'll be back. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. (laughs) You're
2: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right. Some very sad news out of Houston. Ghetto Boys founding member Bushwick Bill revealed that he is battling stage four pancreatic cancer. Uh, He's 52 years old now. He says he was diagnosed a few months ago but kept his condition private, telling only his close friends and family. Bushwick says his doctors had been concerned about a mass on his pancreas and put him through a round of tests but thought it was benign. Then another test back in February confirmed it was cancerous. He is currently undergoing chemotherapy. We are definitely, definitely praying for Bushwick.
1: Hey, man, what was that jam, man? Uh,
3: mind, mind playing yes, tricks I'm on playing me. Tricks.
1: Oh yeah. man, yeah. that was my cut, man.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Man, that
1: yeah. was my favorite jam. Wow. Oh man, homie. That's
0: a big yeah. my mind
1: yeah. playing yeah. tricks uh-huh. on uh-huh. me. Mm-hmm. Me and Gale yep.
3: Boys was hanging on the weekend. Uh-huh. Come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> man, no, boys, that was my jam. Treat. That's it. Yeah, yeah.
1: For real. That was my favorite jam. I love that song. Yeah. Did oh, you? dropping bees on me. <laughs> yeah. Fifth Ward. The fifth
5: Ward.
3: Yeah, I was gonna bee. ask you
5: guys because you all are all from Houston. Did you know? All? Yeah, I know uh-huh. Bushwick.
3: No, uh, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. Willie. I know Brad. Jordan. Mm. I know. Brad. Hey man, they come to the barbershop. Oh. I okay. see Brad
4: every Thursday.
3: Man. <laughs> wow.
6: Face.
4: Scarface.
6: Every yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Wow. They're true legends of hip hop now. Isn't, Isn't this sure? amazing? How time. But oh, they so cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you see them in the
3: city, that you can speak to them. Mm-hmm. They on trip, nothing.
4: Oh wow, Scarface, yeah, I saw whole Willie dude, D. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve, and yeah. play some golf, man. Yeah, oh really? He got, he got, yeah. Oh, he got golf, man. Yeah.
6: Brad, play Oh, Brad George, yes, sir. Wow, we saw Willie D at your concert, Junior and and Tommy when y'all yeah. were in concert. Willie be in the Willie be in backstage. the green room. Uh-huh.
3: Willie do will don't there? sit out in the audience. Willie come in the back. Uh-huh. We all they all
5: come through the back. There. There. They run Houston.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, again, our prayers are definitely oh, uh, going up for Bushwick Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, other entertainment news. Michelle and Barack Obama, remember back, um, it was a uh, few months ago, um, when they signed that big deal for uh, for Netflix, with Netflix, I should say. Well, they have finally unveiled the TV shows they're producing for Netflix. Uh, In a statement, um, uh, Barack Obama said, We're creating the production company Higher Ground to harness the power of storytelling. Okay? Steve, you ought to be able to relate to this, being a storyteller yourself. I don't
1: don't know why they don't come get me. Okay.
5: (laughs) He said that's why we couldn't be more excited about these projects, and uh, they're going to be touching on issues of race and class, democracy and civil rights and much more. And uh, he says we believe each of these productions won't just entertain, but they will educate, connect, and inspire us all. And isn't that what we would expect? From the Obamas, anyway. Nothing less. Mm -hmm.
4: Nothing Nothing less. less. You're right. Right. A high road. Yep. Come on.
5: Educate, connect, and inspire us all. Yeah. Just Netflix. Don't give (laughs) the (laughs) Trumps.
6: This is enough. Real life is all we
0: can handle. Man. Too much. I'm
1: I'm I'm just amazed that this. You know, man. I'm I'm so frustrated with politics right now yes yes. yes. because it is, man it's, it is it's just its it is, it is really really hard to watch and I'm like you Shirley you know we were talking a couple of days I just took a few days off from watching the news
5: oh yeah you because man to. it's
1: it's it's the same old thing man yeah even CNN yep. Fox is, 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 is Fox is so hard to watch. But CNN has gotten hard to watch, too, man, because I'm just watching the same old story. Mm-hmm. Is anybody trying to do anything for the people?
5: Uh, <laughs> good question. No. I don't know if there's an answer out there. No. All right, uh, Steve, we got to move on, though, to Miss Ann.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
9: Thank you very much, everybody. And yeah, well, I have to watch the news every day. I don't get to take a break, so you know, this is this is my job. Anyway, this is the end. Uh, this is the news. The U.S. Attorney General William Barr testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee yesterday, repeatedly defending the way he handled the Mueller report, the way he summed up its four hundred pages into just a four-page note. And while he alleged that Mueller has since let him know in a letter that he did not capture the quote context, nature, and substance of his work, however, Barr claims to see things like this.
0: You know, the letter's a bit snitty, and I think it was probably written by one of his staff people. He uh,
8: said that they were concerned about the way the media was
7: playing this Well,
9: Republican Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham said that he'd sent a letter to Robert Mueller asking him if that was, in fact, how he views it. But he didn't go so far as promising to bring Mueller before, before the Republican-dominated committee to testify. By the way, the AG was supposed to appear before the Democratic-Majority House Judiciary Committee today. But William Barr says, I'm not going. Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler says, well, testifying before a Congressional Committee, sweetie, is not optional. Uh, Barr will be uh, subpoenaed if he still refuses to show." and he could face a year in jail and a $100,000 fine. Yeah, The Trump administration has joined a coalition of Republican-led states in an effort to get rid of Obamacare. The group's hoping to get an appeals court to uphold a lower court ruling in Texas that says the affordable health care requirement that all Americans have insurance without a tax penalty is unconstitutional. The government uh, uh, over—there's still a lot of uh, uh, disagreement, and there were shots fired yesterday, a lot of street demonstrations against the government in Venezuela over activist Juan Guaido. Those demonstrations, by the way, have been asked for by Guaido. So they continue. Now U.S. passenger jets are being ordered to fly above the fray in Venezuela at 26,000 feet or higher because of the political crisis. Some 50 nations, including the U.S., have acknowledged Guaido as the new president of Venezuela since January's election. In Georgia, a woman has been sentenced to die by lethal injection for starving her stepdaughters to death in the Atlanta suburb of Lawrenceville six years ago. A 36-year-old Tiffany Moss convicted of several charges, including murder, cruelty to children, trying to conceal the death of 10-year-old Imani Moss by burning her body in a trash can. Sad news by Wave Entertainment reporter Carew Daniels. The talented Braxton family has lost a member. Carew says that according to TMZ, Lauren Braxton, daughter of the only Braxton brother, has died of a heart condition. Michael Conrad Braxton is the Braxton sisters' only male sibling. And Lauren Braxton was his child. She was 24 years old. Finally, today is National Baby Day. And they're so lovely. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve
2: Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right, in today's political news, when uh, Attorney General William Barr issued his own four-page memo to Congress summarizing the conclusions of Special Counsel Robert Mueller's probe into Donald Trump's Russian meddling in the 2016 election, some people complained that Barr jumped to his own conclusions. Uh, Robert Mueller wrote himself that the summary letter the department sent to Congress and released to the public late in the afternoon of March 24th did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of this office's work and conclusions. There is now public confusion about critical aspects of the results of our investigation, and this threatens to undermine a central purpose for which the department appointed the special counsel, to assure full public confidence in the outcome of the investigations. I mean, they kind of just took it and ran with it, and there's no collusion, and then... Kind of close the book on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. No
1: yeah. man, it's that that whole thing is disastrous. Now this guy was barred, refused to uh testify in front of the judiciary committee. I mean yeah. this dude is just a Trump puppeteer. And it's yeah. it's incredible. The guy who's the supposed to be the attorney general for our nation, mm-hmm. is the attorney the general for the president.
0: For the yeah. president.
6: That's what he's doing. And,
5: yeah. And, and yeah. He, he's he acting doesn't like care. He's he's, he's Trump's uh, Steve personal attorney as well. Yes. You know, Instead of an attorney. No. Instead of the attorney it. general for You're
1: right. That's he's just right. what I said. But this yes. dude is It's absolutely repulsive yeah. what mm-hmm. they're doing in politics mm-hmm. now. And the sad thing is the Republicans know that this ain't how it's supposed to go, but since He controls their position, power, and money. Hmm. They letting it all fly. We are in trouble, man, if this guy gets Hmm. in another eight years (laughs) because he's changed the parameters for how government is done. Mm -hmm. And we may never get back to what it's supposed to be. Sad to say. Oh,
5: that is. That's sad to hear.
1: (laughs) They really, man, could damage this thing. Another four years of this, and I think what we call democracy and, 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 and anything right, Mm-hmm. I think I'll be going out the window.
5: And, and you're right. So what do you think about Joe Biden getting in the race then? Because he's trying to undo some of this stuff that you're talking about now. He That's what he says. That's what his platform is.
1: I'm concerned about Joe Biden because of the reaction to mm-hmm. Democrats. To yeah, him. yeah. You
4: yeah know, they didn't get understand. his back immediately. <laughs> yeah. at
0: all. You,
1: you know, man, this is going to seem really weird that uh-huh. I'm saying this, but this is what's happening they're holding him to a, a standard that the Republicans don't hold Donald Trump to.
5: That's yeah. true. That is it right there.
1: No standards. No. no. Yeah.
5: Yeah. All right, uh, coming all right. up at 34 after the hour, the Kentucky Derby is this weekend. We're going to talk about it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right, Steve, this Saturday, the 2019 Kentucky Derby is in Churchill Downs. And uh, Omaha Beach is the four to one early favorite to win. Of course, I know you know about the Kentucky Derby because guess what? You're going, right?
4: As a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> you got your hats together, dog. No.
1: You don't have my hats.
4: You going again. as a pimp,
1: Do no, you know how many hats I used to have? Oh, the collection oh, yeah, is I know. back.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, really? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, game winner is the five to one second choice. Roadster is the uh, six to one co-third. Obama Beach enters the three million oh, my dollar. Mom. Uh, I'm sorry. I Is it Obama, Obama Beach? Said, uh, o- Obama got Obama, a horse, too? I'm sorry. <laughs> Omaha Beach, thank you, Carla, enters the $3 million showcase on a three-race winning streak. Uh, and many are wondering when the tradition of the women start wearing hats, when did it start? Uh, you know, when did that tradition start, when they to wear those hats to the derbies? Now, according to the Kentucky Derby's website, the hat-wearing tradition was started by co-founder by founder Colonel Meriwether Lewis Clark Jr., who modeled the race after high-class European racing events. At races across the pond, many women are seen sporting hats as well, so that's where they got it.
6: Oh, because I was wondering why they wear the yeah. hats
1: mm-hmm. all the time. Okay, at the Derby? now say the, Say the reason why again, show. Sure.
5: Well, because they wore them in uh, Europe. They wore them in Europe, so they modeled. Events. Yeah, so they modeled the race after them at all these high-class European racing events. The women wore hats, so the founder Colonel Meriwether Lewis Clark said, "Oh, they're doing it over there. Let's do it over here at the race.
1: Let's, ladies, I'm wear I'm your not hats. saying mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the cleanest dude at the derby. Come on,
5: Blue
0: cheese. But I'll
1: tell you what, though. What, Steve? What? What do you I want to see a picture of who he is. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you're not saying you the coldest.
1: Oh, no, I ain't saying that by a long shot, partner. I ain't that Uh huh.
6: Since we betting and all yeah. this. It sounds like
1: we, we got, got we
4: side bet. bets on this you're real. On,
1: man. Please put your money on gonna your boy. It. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Why don't you, don't you, don't, don't, don't you die.
5: Can we just have some colors or something? Give, Hell, us something. Shirley, give us something. going
1: to the Derby as a pimp. <laughs>
6: Stop saying that. What, what colors are what you colors? wearing, crazy?
1: yes Pimp color. What, what do pimps wear? Lime colors, green. Colors. Girl. Orange. Yellow. Girl.
6: Uh-huh. It's spring, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Girl. lavender. It's going to be
1: raining, but I don't give a damn. Where we going, <laughs> ain't no water.
0: <laughs> lavender. Cloud of blue. Powder blue. Powder blue. Boy, Powder blue. Boy, uh-huh. boy, it's yeah. a toss up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I got one of my hats. Guess what color it is. Wow. You, you can't guess the color it is. Well, I'm a, I, it's, it's a name. It's it a color, a but it's a name. It's, <laughs> it's a what? name of a candy. That's the <laughs> color of the hat. Uh,
5: Carla said Skittles. Uh, uh, uh,
1: that's okay. close, Carla. It's
5: like Let me a take Starburst. y'all out Adventure. your misery. Starburst. J-
1: what girl, is it? Girl, girl, bubble gum. Nah, like, Bubble gum? I
7: said pink, though. But it's yeah. Okay.
1: Girl, it's not even pink, it's bubble dog, gum. Dog, dog. I'm talking about after you'd chewed it and got slob on <laughs> well,
4: bubble gum. gum.
1: I got another outfit I will thinking about wearing where I was going to pay tribute to the AKA.
0: Pink and green. Girl, and then I got
1: another one where I say. I might do something in honor of Prince.
2: Ooh, ooh, purple. Oh, purple, badness! No. What?
4: What? Lavender? Raspberry oh. blue? Oh. Come on!
0: Oh okay. man!
1: And you find
0: what, what, what in a second bet? hand like,
1: store? Okay, man. We talked
6: about done. the odds and the betting. What, who are you betting on? Who you got?
1: I'm, I'm betting on me.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying?
1: You don't you know, understand. I ain't going down here. No horses?
4: What about <laughs> Omaha Beach though? That-
1: <laughs> no, hey, 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 Tommy, Tommy. Pimps pimps don't pet horses no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I need all my hands on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm be <laughs> behind them. I'm gonna be so clean. I'm gonna be like, oh Pippen, God, that messy.
3: Pimpin, is it possible hey, to have a is it possible to have a what? wardrobe change at the Derby? You or- know, you know,
1: remember that dude that used to be at the CIAA? Uh-huh. The mm. pimp that used to come through with all the colors on yeah. and would change yeah. clothes.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that ought to be me. You know what I mean?
9: All
5: right. Up derby. next is the nephew's prank phone call for today <laughs> right after this.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Uh, coming up at the top of the hour right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he can leave and take his son with him. Mm. Right. But, yeah, but right now nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev?
4: We're gonna go on and just really push it to the edge. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. I don't. I don't know. Do I? Do I ever go that far? I'm finna go there this you time. You
0: always do. Every day.
4: When don't you? Yeah. Yeah, but I want to get it, Uncle. Where I just got a grown man, just damn near. You hear that? You hear that whimper? Back to he about to cry. You understand what I'm saying? I want to get it to that point where I just take a man to that limit. Wow. This right here... Wow. We at the airport, y'all. Uh-huh. Relationship departure. Somebody grab some tissue. This boy about to cry. Let's go. Hello?
0: Hey,
7: Brian. Hey, baby.
0: Yeah,
7: what's up? I was, um... I was calling to tell you Baby, look, I just, I, I just can't do I got this it, anymore. I got it. Oh. Huh? What? what,
0: what hello. oh what, what uh, Hello, Brian. Hey,
4: Brian. Hey, this is Greg. I know, you, I know you was just talking to Val, but this is this is Greg talking to you. It's Brian, right? Greg? Who?
8: Greg? Who? Yeah, this is Brian. Greg, I was just talking to my wife. Could uh, you put her back on the phone? Uh,
4: no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do that. So, why, hey,
8: why can't you do
4: that, man? Hey, let me explain something to you. Uh, all right, there's some things, you know, long conversations about this. Whoa,
8: whoa, whoa. How you know my wife on a 1st name basis like that, man? How you, who are you?
4: Like I said, man, my name is Greg. Uh, okay. All right, at the airport. Okay. At, well, airport? At, w- which airport? And Why
8: are you, what, what are you at the airport with my wife for?
4: Hey, let me what, tra- what, Hey, what, hey, 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 dog. All of this is complicated, okay? It's real. Yeah, it
8: is. Yeah, make it simple for me.
4: Okay, so what I want to explain to you, what I let me explain to you,
8: man.
4: we we've had a lot of long conversations about this. It's something that she's... What? When? When was this?
8: Why why are you at the airport with my wife? Is with me, and
4: why is leaving with me? Okay.
8: What? What? Leaving? And what do you mean leaving? Leaving me? But oh hell no! Put her on the phone. Hey, I don't even want to talk to you, man. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone, man. Look, you need to put her on the phone right now. Leaving? I don't believe that, man. I want to hear her say that. You want to talk to? I Oh, not hear you, man. Let me talk to my wife, man. Because you, you, ba- you, baby, you about to make. Yeah, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's this dude talking Calm about? Calm down, sweetie. Calm, Calm no, down, I've been trying that, right? to tell yeah. you
7: this for a while. See, so you think everything's okay, but it hasn't been okay. Why, 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 why are you telling
8: me this over the phone? Why can't you just come home and I tell try. me this in my face, baby? Go, go yeah. like, why can't you just tell me this in my face? Hey, 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 bro, come on, man. <laughs> no, man, why are you? Oh, man, I was just talking to my wife.
4: Man. <clears throat> hey, 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 bro. I, I, I know this is painful, man. No, you don't know. All right? You don't know nothing,
8: right? Hey, brother, all right? I know this you don't know is nothing. Okay. But Ladies, just put my wife on the phone, please. Please, if you if you got any ounce of a man, and you just put my wife back
4: on the phone. All right, I, I, <laughs> all right, all right, bro. Let me let me let me say let me, let me can I say something to you, man? I Just got to say, man. Unless
8: it's it my wife on the phone, but you ain't got nothing to tell me.
4: I'm gonna put her on in a second, but let me say this to you, man. Say it, say it, man,
8: and wrap
4: it up, all right? Because I need to talk to my wife. I just want you to know this, bro. Is, let me know something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Tommy.
4: Got me to prank. Phone
8: call you. You what? You Hold on. So, so, okay, if you pranking me, what's up with the airport
4: stuff in the back well Y'all at the airport? No, bro. Your oh. wife is here at the studio, man. Ain't nothing happening, man. Your wife. Hold on. I'm going to let you talk <laughs> to her. Huh? Yeah,
9: yeah. You all right? First oh, of all,
8: are you man. all right? Man, uh... <laughs> oh, man, oh man, it was about to be a murder scene, man. Mm-hmm.
9: Look at me oh. now. Now, now, who's the big okay. prankster, huh? I got you. <laughs> Finally,
8: you, you could have been a little
7: bit Ooh, more I'm subtle so tired
4: than this. You
8: doing I mean... that to me.
9: <laughs>
7: you and you you and your brother, you think y'all the only ones can prank people? He so said
4: wow. you and your brother be oh. pranking all the time,
8: man. What, man? It's,
7: it's light stuff, though. No, I
0: ain't, <laughs>
8: girl, you ain't. Oh, oh yeah, Happy birthday, got- baby! Hey. <laughs>
0: oh,
8: you got a birthday oh, coming up? <laughs> happy birthday, Brian! This, this, yeah, man, we great gifts, great <laughs> gifts, man. Let me talk to my wife, man. All right, yeah. I, I got it. I ain't got nothing to do with your wife. Hold on, please. That- what?
0: Yeah,
8: woman. You Uh got me, all right. Don't don't you ain't gotta go this far, all right? You ain't gotta go this far every (laughs) time.
9: Supposed to be funny. I did feel a little bad when you kinda started tearing up, but I'm glad to know you fight for me like that.
8: Uh -uh. (laughs) Fight. It was gonna be some (laughs) fight. It wasn't gonna be a fight. (laughs) Oh, girl, just a bring your black <laughs> don't <laughs> even stop at red light. You just don't stop at red
0: light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was I wrong?
7: I oh, you did were wrong, damn wrong.
3: Dead huh. wrong. Oh, come did on. Did you man. hear that? That
1: Tommy. whimper? Huh. Tommy, like, that wrong. was too far right there. <laughs> yeah, that was. That That's way,
3: man. That
5: was too far. Y'all leaving? Have you seen him but, again?
4: <laughs> but 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 I got that ambiance. I got that airport sound in the background, though. I'm playing him. I'm playing him all the oh, way. You're doing too are much. Are you looking
6: for props and high five on your sound effects? <laughs> <laughs>
0: listen, oh, that's man,
4: part of my production, Carla. That's production.
0: Uh, <laughs> you play
4: too much. Yeah. <sighs> Y'all got to show me some love now. Was it's that a home crazy. run hit? I mean... Okay, y'all took his side. You just
5: make me nervous, Tommy. For the, you know, oh, all that.
4: Hold on, babe. Give me the phone. Yeah, give me the phone.
5: What? That was deep. It's it's too much.
4: Man, if you had any kind of man in you, you put my woman. My woman. When you oh. when you hear that when you hear that
8: yes. you, you got them yes
4: wait a minute put my wife on oh lord <laughs> that's dirty uh, <laughs> so I'm the, the, the
3: king, the king. <laughs> yeah
5: you're the king uh, oh, you are that all
4: right hey everything is sold out this weekend Virginia Beach I got I added a show four o'clock show on Saturday. Already sold 200 seats over there. A little bit left. I ain't adding no more. Y'all get it while the getting is good. Laying in the cut is the one and only Tex Arcana. The nephew is coming to town, and you can get your tickets at special places. You can go to thomasmiles.com, and you can get some tickets. Or if you're in the city, you want to get your hands on a miracle closet. Yeah. <laughs> and GQ fashion. You don't <laughs> want to miss
5: it. Did you hear that, Steve? One more time. Tom.
4: miracle
3: closet and GQ
4: fashion. <laughs>
1: Pick
3: Tickets flying,
1: so they got to go down to there. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
6: Steve Earthquake said yesterday, "Ooh, you famous <laughs> <laughs>
1: Miracle Closet."
4: <laughs> yes, sir, baby. Miracle Closet and GQ Fashion. You can stop in there and pick up your tickets. That's how you know, as they do doing you do it in you know nice little
1: town like that? You know, I mean, I mean, look, Miracle Closet and GQ Fashion probably two great stores. I ain't knocking yeah. their hustle. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if that's where you got to get your tickets, though. Yeah. yeah. Pose, you we ain't down killed. there by the Miracle Closet. Pose, you <laughs> down there by Target.
4: <laughs> dang, dang, ain't they ain't they ain't that Target. Bro. I know
1: that's good it. in here. Well, they ain't that Target. <laughs> they ain't that Target.
4: And big ups to KMJI, Magic 92.3. That's our affiliate in Texas. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Big ups to them. Nice.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: All right. Mm-hmm. All that's right. it.
5: Well, thank you, Neff. Um. Up next, if is, you add, if
4: you want to go ahead and bring the strawberry letter, go go ahead. <laughs> I,
5: I was doing just that. Thank you, Neff. Uh, up next, it is the strawberry letter for today's subject. He can leave and take his son with him. We'll get into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right, it is time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more. Please, please, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Do it because we've been getting some really great letters uh, lately, so we want to thank everyone uh, who's been sending in those letters. And we are here for you. We're trying to help you, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today, right?
4: Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
5: Subject, he can leave and take his son with him. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for over 20 years, and we have four children, three daughters and one son. My husband is a truck driver, so he's gone a lot, and I'm left to care for the kids. When my husband is home, he tries to step in and take over the father role, but we argue constantly about disciplining the kids. My husband has been driving trucks for 10 years, and that's when I started noticing problems with our son's behavior. I used to stay up at I used to stay up at the school because of his bad attitude, poor grades and fighting with classmates, and at home he was unruly too. When he was 15, he got so angry with me, I thought he might hit me. So I called the police on him. My husband got upset with me and told me that I was overreacting. Now our son is 18 years old and he has graduated from high school. He does not work and he has been arrested for smoking marijuana in public. My husband does not think it's a big deal, and he told me that I need to back off of him and let him find himself. We got in the biggest argument, and I told him my daughters and I don't feel safe with my son around. My husband threatened to leave me if I keep making our son feel like he is a problem. I told him to go ahead and leave me and take his son with him. This has been going on for years, and I will not take it anymore. Steve, how can I get this man to see that he is raising a sorry man that's going to end up in jail? Please help. Wow. Well, um, one of one of the worst things, you know, that um, parents can do when you have kids, is to not present a united front in front mm. of them. Your husband and you are supposed to be on the same page. This is not happening. In your household, in your marriage, and and you're right, your your son probably did start acting up because your husband is always gone. Uh, that coupled with the fact that your husband doesn't support you when you when with the discipline. Uh, makes for a bad acting son with an even worse attitude. That's why, uh, he probably is up at school fighting and, uh, being unruly at home and things like that. Well, I I say shame on your husband for letting your son be so disrespectful to you and to his sisters. Uh, this is a lot to be afraid of your own son in your own home. Clearly, your husband and your son need to spend some serious time together. um, And your husband needs to let him know that in no way is his behavior acceptable toward you and your uh, sister and his sisters. Uh, I just think he should be a real father to him, not a friend, not let him get away with this stuff. Maybe your son can go on the road sometimes in the truck with your husband for a while. Uh, since he's 18 now and not doing anything, I mean, maybe they can figure this thing out. But right now, this is not a good look at home. And, um, you know, you your husband is just wrong for not supporting you. Steve?
1: You know what, man? This, this letter is really, like, it's, it's bad from top to bottom. hmm You know, this woman has been married for over 20 years. They got four kids, three daughters, and one son. My husband is a truck driver, so he's gone a lot. Man trying to take care of his family, but I got it. Now, when my husband's home, he tries to step in and take over the father role. But they always arguing about disciplining their kids. That's because the man ain't there and you got a certain right way that you do stuff. And now it's at odds because he come in and he got a different way. And it's kind of tough now because he done left you at the house to handle everything then he want to come home and run everything that's that's a tough one partner i'm not going to be able to help him with this one right here can't be on this side right here because you leave her at home to fend for everything i got you making the money but that's all you're doing all right Mm. so now 10 years you've been driving this truck and you started noticing problems with your son's behavior because he's smelling himself now. This is the age. And this is where a man got to get real active in these boys' lives and girls' lives too, though. Right. Now, you stayed up at the school because the boy got a funky-ass attitude. Okay, now. Whole grades <laughs> and fighting with classmates. Then at home, he unruly too. When he was 15, he got so angry with me, I thought he might hit me. So you called the police on him. Your husband got upset, told you you was overreacting. Now the boy, 18 years old, he done graduated from high school, he ain't working, and he been arrested for smoking weed in public. Now the husband don't think that's a big damn deal either. And I need to back off him and let him find himself. Let me stop right here. All right, let let, let me back up, and let's talk about the back up and let him find himself. Well... While he'd been finding himself at 15, he'd been in all kinds of trouble up at the school. she stayed stay up at the school. The boy been in trouble, for having a bad attitude. He got poor grades, and he fight all his classmates. You want her to back off, let him find himself what? <laughs> now, he 18, he done got arrested, and went to jail for smoking weed. Okay, guess he's still looking for herself. Mm. But now... See, the older you get, when you start making mistakes, why are you finding yourself and some other people come find you, too? Now, they came down and arrested his monkey ass. Now, he'd been 15 (laughs) fighting, (laughs) cussing out classmates, poor grades, ain't doing right, you got to stay up at school. He 18, he in jail. Now, he done graduated, he ain't working. He got up in your face so bad, one time, you had to call the police. Your husband come home and says, you are overreacting. You need to back up and let him find himself. you see how he been finding himself, dog? Hmm. He done found himself down with bad grades. He done found himself at the principal's office. He done found himself in fights with classmates. He done found himself 18. He done found himself down there, rested in jail. He done found himself out of work. Right. Have you ever thought that this boy ain't looking for himself? <laughs> he ain't looking for nothing. Mm-mm. And instead of you telling the woman that you, she need to back up, dog, you need to step up. Right. You done left this woman holding the bag. And here's the perfect male answer. If you don't back up off him let him find myself, you're getting a big, my husband threatened to leave me if I keep making our son feel like he's a problem. He is a damn problem. All right, Everybody hang on. making this little stupid ass feel no kind of way. Hang on, the ass dumbass boy.
5: Hang on. We'll be back with part two of your response wow. coming up at 823. Strawberry Letter's subject today. He can leave and take his son with him. We'll get yeah, back into it, it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
5: Show. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Steve, uh, he can leave and take his son with him.
1: And that's what it looked like just going.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Little boy, 15, the man been driving trucks for two years. She been at the house. Then when he do come home, they get in arguments about the parenting style. He don't like the way she raised in the family. But you truck out, but that's a tough job. Them good men out here, good men and women drive trucks. Everybody don't have these problems. But when you come home, you got to realize you ain't been home now. Now you're jumping all over this sister about the way she raising things and doing stuff at the house. You ain't had no input for 10 years. Now the boy's starting to smell himself. He misses daddy. He ain't got no direction. He's tired of being around all these women. He's living in the house with four women. Now he down at school fighting, cussing out classmates, getting in trouble, getting suspended. Now nah, he didn't got so much. So he, done, he done bucked up to the mama. She got scared and called the police. She can't do nothing with this boy. You think the boy trying to find himself well he's 18 now so he found himself smoking weed with some friends and he didn't got arrested for that now he finds himself out of work and now you think that she need to back up and let him find himself mm. you don't think it's a big deal he's smoking weed though now this could be somewhere else I ain't saying everybody smoke weed lead, but this could lead to other things right now his pattern is he's getting worse. Is what I'm hearing in the letter. He's not getting better. Shirley had a great suggestion. You a truck driver, he ain't working. Put him in the truck, take him with you. That's what you do. Put the boy in the truck, take him with you. Learn, let him learn something. Let him see what his daddy do. He might just want to be a truck driver. That's cool. Buddy 18. Now, uh, we got into the biggest argument, and I told him my daughters and I don't feel safe with my son around. My husband threatened to leave me if I keep making... Our son feel like he's a problem. No, she's not making your son feel like he's a problem. Your son is a problem, mm-hmm. and the woman don't know how to handle the problem. But see, dog, you do. So why don't you do like Shirley say and take the problem with you, since it ain't a problem. You take That's the very you, you, yeah. <laughs> see, you very take simple. that, remove that threat from your house, and put that threat in the truck. And take the non-problem with you. You might find out he talked to you crazy.
0: Mm, Yeah. mm. See? But since you
1: ain't home, you don't know. Now, my husband threatened to leave me if I keep making our son feel like he's a problem. I told him to go ahead and leave me and take his son with (laughs) him. Okay. This has been going on for years, and I will not take it anymore. (laughs) Uh Steve, how can I get this man to see that he is raising a sorry man that's going to end up in the jail? Well, hold on now, sister. This sorry man that he's raising is your son. Shirley said another thing that was important. Y'all got to get on the same page. But you you recognize a problem that your husband don't see is a problem. He need to put that boy in that truck. Take him with him. Spend some time with him. Let him help out. You know y'all get up pump gas make him pump gas you know y'all get out make him go get the food out that ain't even work but hell he got to do something let him sit up in that seat and go to sleep while you get in the back cab and take sleep in the bed or y'all go back there and lay down together
5: yes they need to spend some time together you need
1: time with your boy man mm-hmm. because your boy is a sorry man because he ain't got no leadership from his father now, you do work hard, brother. You driving trucks, that's hard work. But he don't see you and your absence. He tired of them girls, man.
5: So he's acting out, yeah.
1: He acting mm-hmm. out, it's a cry out for his mm-hmm. father.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So now, you you got to step up. So the best way for you to do, ma'am, I would take the approach like this. Smitty, we need to talk.
5: That's the son's name, Smitty.
1: No, that's the husband. Oh. That's too old a name. Ain't no 18 year old. Ain't man. no more Smitty. Smitty. Uh uh.
0: Mm, not truck drivers, 40. Truck driver's Smitty. name is Smitty. Okay. Smitty. Okay, that's need, 90s. Yeah. That's a
1: 90s. Smitty, we need to talk about Deontay.
5: Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm now, back with this you. This is what
1: I want you to do you working, he's not. I want you to take him on the road with you. Mm-hmm. That's your son. Put your son in that cab next to you. Because he needs you. And your son needs to be around his father so he can see how hard a real man works. See, you got to stop arguing with your husband. You got to make a plea to your husband. Take the argument of tone out. Now, you may not think he's a problem, Smitty, but he's a problem for me because I can't handle him.
5: What's her name?
1: Dolores. <gasps> yes, Dolores. yes. And Smitty. yes. I love it. And Deontay. And
3: Deontay. <laughs> <laughs> Bitten
0: on the snip. Yeah.
1: And them three girls is yeah. Lexus, Mercedes. Uh-huh. And what they gotta
5: be? <laughs> Lexus, <laughs> and Mercedes, and Porsche. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, they they calls. Mm-hmm. cause.
1: Because that's what he always wanted when he was driving the truck was a car, but he got that damn truck.
5: <laughs> Lexus, got Mercedes, you. and Porsche. Deontay.
1: Yeah, Deontay. Midian, Midian
5: Dolores. Dolores. <laughs> a miss.
1: And you need to change your tone and get into a plea tone. Why don't you cry? Mm. I can't do it. He too strong for me. He too big for me. Yeah. He don't listen to me. He needs his father. We all need his father.
0: Mm.
1: But I need you to take your son and help me turn him into a man. Because we're going to lose our boy. Mm, yeah. We're gonna lose our child. Mm-hmm. See, so ain't no take you and your son. That's your son too. And that's the plea you got to make. Keep it soft, mm-hmm. cry, mm-hmm. and tell him that all y'all need him.
5: Come on, Dolores, cry. you can do it, girl. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Smith.
5: All right, listen. <laughs> Stop <crying>. Smith. Smith. <laughs> we gotta get out of here, guys. Yeah, I think. <laughs> You, yeah, can,
1: they're doing good.
5: you can post your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Do you and uh, me, <laughs> check out the Strawberry Letter Smitty. podcast on demand. Coming up in 10 minutes from the talk, it's our girl, Cheryl Underwood. Right after
2: that, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, from the talk, Steve, let us have
1: it. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. The one and only Cheryl so
7: <laughs> right, now, you got all the names in there, Steve, office. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Listen, brothers and sisters, I'm going to need y'all to get y'all tickets. Go to Constitution Hall for the pre-Mother's Day Comedy Jam. It's going to be Rodman, John Witherspoon, Bruce Bruce, r S.J. J, Smokey Suarez, and I'm hosting. So we got a few tickets left, so we want want people to come on over and enjoy themselves. Like the Jackson's, get your laugh on before Mother's Day weekend. Bring your mom, you know, just bring somebody that you love, and we're going to have a lot of fun hey, at Constitution Cheryl, Hall. So, yes, darling. When
1: you get to Constitution Hall, Called the big dude at the back with the beard named
7: Reggie. Uh huh.
1: him about me.
7: Ask Reggie about you.
1: Ask Big Reggie yeah. at the door at the Constitution Hall. In the back.
7: He's still over there though. Cause me and Reggie go a long way back. Uh oh. A long way back. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to retract. We good friends. Hmm? Yeah. I want to retract. What'd you my say, statement.
1: I want to retract my statement. No, Reggie's don't mention a good friend.
7: Me to Reggie okay. Why not? <laughs> uh-uh. I don't
1: want to be in your mess,
7: Cheryl. What mess? He's a good friend. He's a good friend. He kept me out of trouble. Okay. When I first started coming to D.C., well, I'm back with Republic Garden, D.C. Live Club, UN. You know, that was back, 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 back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So he kept me out of a lot of trouble. You know, I was, you know, young, dumb, you know, naive, everything. Follow everybody around. You know, go home, Cheryl. You know, you know I was that person. Back <laughs> when we was doing clubs, you know, when we used to do, um, what's the club out in Greenbelt, you know, we used to do the club out there. And that was when uh, oh, I mean- uh, Huggy Lowdown. Remember Huggy Lowdown, and remember all the different D.C. comics. That's how I met Mike Washington, who's still on the road uh, with me to this day, um, going out D.C. You know, Tony Wood. Yeah, Teddy Carpenter, uh, Martin, uh, Wanda Sykes. All of them was D.C., Maryland, you know, comics out there. So, you know, we, man, we... Long time in the game. But Reggie kept me out of trouble. That's what I was saying. We go a long way back. He kept me out of a lot of trouble. So, hey, you know what we got to really talk about, brothers and sisters?
5: What's that, Cheryl? What's your... Well,
7: okay. See, I don't know if I really want... I just want to wait and let Joe Biden handle it. Because Trump is scared now. He tweeting... You know, he, yeah. he's scared because yeah. Yeah. Joe Biden getting endorsements and everything. You know, he going to get it right. He going to get the campaign right, and we just going to let him do what he need to do. I think Barr and them was caught. I think they caught because yeah. the Mueller dude yep. done put out his letter, Shirley Scrubbins. Yes. yes. Yep. You know, when white folk write stuff down, you're in big, big trouble when they write down <laughs> their feelings.
5: <laughs> <laughs> like the diary, you know, like a diary. Yeah,
7: when they mm-hmm. write down memos and stuff, you misrepresented what I said. Oh, know. it's on and popping, then. Yeah, it's about it's about to go down. I told y'all, I've been in the Republican Party for years. When well, they going to go white man to white man. We just got to step aside, let the chips fall where they may, and everything mm-hmm. is going to work out. But wow. last but not least... I need all black men out there to start exercising, eating fruit and vegetables, and get that stress off you. We lost John Singleton, and, you know, we love John Singleton. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody talk about boys in the hood. That's the first time you heard somebody talk about gentrification Mm -hmm. in that movie. You saw a lot of young actors. But my movie was Rosewood. That That was was mine. That was mine. Yes. yes. uh, And y'all, okay, what did y'all love about Rosewood? what y'all love about it? Tommy, what'd you love about it?
4: <sighs> Bing Rain's yes. bad boy, but that boy, yes. uh, Don that
7: Cheadle. Don, Cheadle, man. Don Cheadle, that boy, yes. that's Don yes. Cheadle, yeah, he's a beast
0: hmm. Yes. Goodness. Yes. Okay. yes. And,
7: and, you know, it was a combination because Rosewood was a real place. But also when they were mm-hmm. talking about they had a history of burning down Black like Wall, Wall Street, Street uh-huh. in different yeah. locations mm-hmm. because segregation, uh, Carla, was pushing us in the location. We had our own businesses. We had everything I own because That's but right. we were segregated. Mm-hmm. And when we would grow it, they would come in and burn down That's over right. some flimsy accusation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But remember the part in Rosewood where they was trying to take all that trouble over to another town? Mm-hmm. And them other white mm-hmm. dudes said, No, we ain't doing that over here. Yep. Right? That's why I'm telling you, sometimes you got to let them fight each other. What is the saying? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you it? got to let it happen, let it go down. But John Singleton made a lot of movies. Higher education, high learning, high learning out of USC. Made that movie, you know. Yeah. Did you know that he had directed billions for Showtime? Yes. He, yes. he directed Too Fast, yeah. Too Furious.
6: Yes, Empire.
7: He was doing mainstream empire. stuff, mm-hmm. Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, see, uh, John Singleton got more to do with Empire. Well, I was gonna say just small that, but you know, that's contract option no, that's right old. there. You know, that's old. yeah, man. Listen, Tommy. You already know what to do. The show coming right. back. I think yeah. Thirsty is might be in the casket, but I'm oh, going to wait for right. Carla. To, they switched oh, it. Really? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You I'm think sweating. so? I'm going to let Carla tell me. Uncle I- wasn't
4: here yesterday. Uh, Jesse, mm-hmm. is, go ahead.
7: They renewed you do
6: Empire for season six, right. but Jesse Smollett's contract, uh, they didn't renew his contract. And Jamal, they kind of wrote out the character
7: Jamal, but then they told Jesse that...
6: They, it's like they're, they're paying gonna pay him. him not to yeah. to be
7: on the show. Yeah, yeah. They exercise. They extended the option, Steve, on his contract. But the yeah. show is coming back. I think they're trying to wait out to see how the court cases yeah. go. You that's you know? the city of
5: Chicago, of right? There you go. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, that's I think they're
7: it. trying to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And then yeah. Bill Cobb is still trying to get bail. I didn't know he was still going through the court system and everything. They say he <laughs> spending a million dollars a month that's right
0: Trump well he's oh, well, he, he trying to man. get bail
7: that that i had heard somewhere he was trying and then i heard he was spending a million dollars a month on legal costs and fees man he needed to get, get a public defender yeah that's that's what i heard mm. y'all tripping.
1: y'all don't know how much money bill got man Yo, bill
4: got he money. bill got
7: money he got yeah, money do. now he got mm. he got money all right, we, we gotta got to wrap it. this It'll thing up, Cheryl. We This was a girl. good conversation. Yeah. This was like this was like a BNN, you know, black Negro news. <laughs> we were just, just talking about everybody.
5: All right, listen, coming
7: up at the top of the hour, thank you, Cheryl. We love you. It's Carla's
5: you reality back. update right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Get ready, get ready, get ready. It's that time. She is here. It is Carla Farrell with what reality update?
6: All right, thank you, nephew. Here we go. We're just going to talk about love and hip hop Atlanta. Um, Shay Mack, she was a DJ. She's a DJ, and uh, she was dead wrong. She had her friend, uh, this lady named Pooh, who was actually married to Hiram Hicks. Pooh?
1: Hiram Uh Hicks? He on TV?
6: His wife is. Uh, he has been on an oh. episode. Uh, I've seen him. His wife love is on. Hicks.
1: That's my dude.
6: Man. Uh-huh, from back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was mad at Carly Redd, so she kind of talked to this girl, Shay, who was actually DJing Carly Redd's engagement party to throw some shade and say how old she was. It was just ugly. You just don't do people like that after they hire you. Uh, to be at their event, and then you just put them on blast. It was just ugly. It was ugly. So she got escorted out of the party. Long story short, this is what I want to talk to you guys about. So Carly okay. Red and her man Mo, they are engaged. Arkansas Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arkansas Mo. Oh, I saw this uh, with Jackie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so you saw this, right? So, this is terrible. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had a big engagement party, and he told his fiance Carly Red, that he had to go to Arkansas to take care of some some business. So mm-hmm. he he goes and then he comes back and then he tells her that a woman from his past uh basically saying that she had a baby and that the po- possibility that the baby could be his. So he said right. he wanted to do a DNA test and you know make sure that the baby is his and he told his fiance, "Listen, if this baby is mine, then I'm going to do the right thing." Now meanwhile, He's talking to her, his fiancé, and he's he's being very, it seems that he's being very genuine and honest about what happened, where he's been, and what he's been doing. And she's upset. One reason she's upset, because they're trying to have a baby as well. You're talking about Carly
5: Red now. Carly Uh Red,
6: yeah. And then she had a miscarriage while he was gone. So she's very emotional, very hurt, very upset about what he's saying. So when he came clean and told her everything, she went off. And she, bad, broke, bad, man. <laughs> she went off on this man. And I just was like, wow.
4: And said she was through with
0: him. Yes. Yes.
6: She was through with him. She broke off the engagement because of she had baggage from the past. And men have cheated on her in the past and had babies. Ooh, so yeah. she looked at her fiancé and said it was it was over.
4: But he and was I, straight up with it though, man. He, he
6: really was. was, Tommy. He was straight up. It seems like he was honest and genuine. Man, he got up. He said, I will not be uh, disrespectful. Uh, like this he did not it was like he did not play into that reality tv drama he was not having it he took his no no he off. was taking
4: microphone off and everything I'm out.
6: he said i will yeah. not be disrespected
4: like this
6: and but, i was like i i don't know i want but even he, her he,
4: girls told her she was kind of wrong. wrong for this but
6: see yeah, that's why yeah. you can't compare you
5: know you got to judge every pr- single person on their own marriage you can't compare him to your bad baggage from baggage. the past you can't everybody do that everybody has yeah.
6: baggage everybody Absolutely. has baggage from the from mm. the past that's wrong so why that's would you do wrong? that wrong that was wrong he was wrong for not telling her at first, what he was dealing with, but he said the reason why he didn't bring it to her, because he wanted to find out more. Right. He wanted to get more information to come, come back to her, his fiance, with the facts to say, I po- I may possibly have a child. I know we're still trying to have a child, but we he, he's like, we're building something here. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's
7: over. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know,
6: <laughs> over a the stand-up up conversation, guy. Yeah. yeah, he was really a stand-up mm-hmm. guy. So I want you guys to hit me up on social media, at lipsmark. Carla, do you think Carly read? Do you think she was wrong for that? Yeah. I do. I really do. I'm just going to say, I felt I that do. I was... I'm like, did you really even yeah. love this man? I, I was ain't. yelling at just... the TV, Carla. Yeah. Yes, me too. <laughs> I was like, what? I ain't
3: see it, but I'm going to go with y'all, I think he wrong.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Jimmy. Come You're on over here with 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 yeah, us. I'm just going to stand with y'all. <laughs> Justine, do you have an opinion? Do you, or are you just well, neutral? Well, you know, I don't know
1: how people think. Look, I understand that women... Have baggage and memories of what hurt them before. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, That's those are real feelings. Normal, yeah. I got technically, you're not supposed to bring baggage into a new the relationship.
6: relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You you cannot be with somebody and not think they don't have some history somewhere. Some
6: kind of past. Mm-hmm.
1: Now the yeah. dude, I think he did it right. Why bring this subject up? And you don't have proof. I may have a child somewhere. Well, he just found out.
5: Right, and that's what yes. he said, Steve. And He's let me, and let me cause,
1: because out. if I really don't have a child, I ain't got to even bring this mess up. Right. But right. now this woman is insistent that it's mine. I got to have DNA tests. We got to take paternity tests. And let's go. Yeah. What?
7: Yeah.
1: How do you yeah. think I got good at this?
7: <laughs> <laughs> practice, yeah. baby. Practice. I was like, "Do no no. you even love this man?" Yeah, I, I, I don't, okay. I don't I'm know, not gonna just, lie. Yeah. I gotta write that down.
6: Yeah, she <laughs> was. She was so <laughs> out of line. Yeah, she really was. So mm-hmm. hit me up at Lips by Carla. Let's talk about it socially on the gram, Twitter, Facebook, and it is time now, uh Mr. Dave. If you could bring up the got. Music. It Uh-oh. is time for me to introduce my partner in crime during reality update. He is here with our Game of Thrones update, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Steve Harvey. <laughs>
1: Thank Paul you, you Colin. It. Thank oh, yeah, you, welcome. Colin. All of you. Welcome. <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> to an evening of. God.
0: <laughs> it's morning.
1: <laughs> and in the words of the last episode, you. Got to be more careful
0: <laughs>
1: Here we are with the recap of Game of Thrones. I don't know if my listeners out there have been following it, but we have just concluded last week, episode number three.
0: Mm-hmm. Hopefully,
1: if you haven't seen it, this is what's called a spot. <laughs> oh, my God, the White Walkers are here.
0: <laughs>
8: they came
1: from the tree line, the forest line. They were prepared. Everybody in Winterfell was holding ground, but, oh, they had no idea the horde of beasts there were. It was a blimy, ugly sight. Well, yeah. the lady that owns the dragons... Sent first off into the line of fire her men, the Khaleesi tribe, whoever they is, (laughs) out of nowhere came that white walker, white witch chick, that turned all the swords into flames. Yeah. And they dashed off into the darkness. Mm
0: -hmm. Brave
1: men. And all you saw was them candles going out. <laughs> flickle, flicker till it wasn't the last damn flicker. First tribe down. <laughs> Do you have more,
6: sir? Your I grace.
4: I have
1: more than more if we come back.
6: <laughs> Twenty after,
2: we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right, here we go. Part two of uh, the gut recap <laughs> with, with your great Steve Harvey.
2: That it
1: is music. That is. Yes, Lord sir. have mercy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you listening, Shirley?
3: She's not.
1: Well, she hasn't then seen good. this episode. She Spoiler don't need alert to because I've got to tell you. If you want to see it, get off the phone and the radio right now. Turn it down because no. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> i can't maintain this gothic voice tone because too many black things happened in this episode <laughs> they ass was coming from everywhere yes they was come i on. dare say come out, the out of the tree line they uh. were vicious Woo! i've never seen anything like it but i'll tell you what they came against some men who were willing to put it on the line the eunuchs, them dudes without penises. <laughs> <laughs> them damn dudes can bug, man. Scrap it and strap it. Anyway, I dare say there was a wonderful fight in front. They were battling. It was something to behold. I've mm-hmm. never in my life seen a fight scene last this long. For those of you who didn't search, dance was bugging for 67 minutes. Anyway. <laughs> I've never seen a fight scene in a movie, trailer, theater, anywhere last as long as it did on the third episode again. Six or seven damn minutes of straight ass. <laughs> <down. laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: there was blood, everything going everywhere. I said, oh my God, we won't have Winterfell is falling. Oh, it's yeah. falling. At first I thought they were holding, then they got past the moat. They came over the trenches. Them damn dead ass people's climbing on each other all up over this damn
6: wall. <laughs> he in and out.
1: You couldn't hold them off. I dare say. I said, Oh my God, they're they're invading. them. These dead ass people is everywhere. <laughs> they were. And then, surprising <laughs> to me, the hound, the oh, killing his hound, was yeah. standing on yeah. the wall. Yeah. Scared. I can't beat them. They're everywhere. I give up. I can't uh, beat that. Man, what is your punk ass talking about? <laughs> Therefore, for some, I forgot something shook into him. They saw, he saw someone that he was protecting being harmed and he snapped out of it and the hound was back. Aria. Yeah, that was Aria.
0: <laughs> Aria. Oh, yeah.
1: but when they got inside the castle, I thought it was over. Little Tyrion what? was down now with his ex-wife holding hands, <laughs> thinking it was nearly over. <laughs> And then he dead have people kind of coming through the wall. I said, oh, hell no. I dare say what's going on here. They're everywhere. But to make a long story short. Oh, really? Your grace. They finally caught the raven boy under the tree.
4: Yes.
1: Brain. King of the dead walkers was there staring at him. Uh-huh. He had came to kill the raven boy. Here come that little sword swinging heifer, <laughs> Aria. And boy, Aria came and slayed and all that. And that hell broke loose and glass went everywhere. They were dead. They were falling. They were trembling. They were going to the ground. There's no one left.
4: All right. Thank uh, you, sir. Beautiful, beautiful, Your beautiful. grace. your you, your, your grace. grace. Three down, three to go, baby. Oh,
5: all right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your favorite segment, Ask Steve, guess what time it is?
1: Man, ready.
5: It is time for Ask Steve. Ready. All right. What you need? All right, here we go. Here's the first question. Mm-hmm. Steve, name something that you were really, really excited about. I mean, couldn't wait till it came out. When it came out, and eh, didn't live up to the hype.
1: Pink Panther. <laughs> oh, you
5: wrong
0: for that. <laughs> Pink Panther.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> Worst damn movie. <laughs> And man, I really? went to see Pink Panther. But I was talking about how great that movie's going to be. Man, what What am I doing in here?
0: <laughs>
1: you know, You know, man, it was a detective movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, it yeah. was horrible. I don't even. It he was said, horrible. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. horrible. Peter Sellers, right? I, yeah. I, I hate mm-hmm. every minute of that movie. <laughs> That's the worst movie I've gone to that I thought was coming out. It was a long time ago, but it's amazing how that popped up, too, because uh-huh. I knew exactly. Man, the like old you...
6: one or the, or the remake with Which Steve Martin? Which one are
1: you Martin? talking about? Which one? Oh, no, no, no.
6: The old one. Oh, oh okay. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Tell us how you really feel. Ooh, right. <laughs> All right. Well,
5: Okay. You, <laughs> All right, Tommy. Thank you, Steve, for that. <laughs> Tommy. Yeah. Let me up. think.
4: Let me think. Uh, what is a story that you've been waiting to share, mm. but no one has asked the right question? Man.
6: There's so many. That's a
1: tough one, man, because I've shared a lot of stories.
6: Yeah, you're You're a great storyteller. And and I love telling stories, Mm
1: -hmm. too. Yes, you do. It's like it excites me to tell stories because it's just in my blood to tell stories. That's how my whole career has been comedically. I'm not a joke writer. I'm a storyteller. I paint pictures. I got that from Richard Pryor.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He was Mm -hmm. such a vivid picture painter.
0: That Can you no tell way,
1: us a story now? Yeah, I mean, you know, whether you knew uh, what he was talking about precisely or if you had it in your memory bank, it didn't matter, or was it was an experience of yours, it didn't matter. His ability to paint a picture
0: mm-hmm. of
1: the wino standing in the street oh, yeah. that booked the numbers, didn't need pen or paper, stood in the middle of the street directing traffic. That, that, that story he was telling, man, was like phenomenal.
5: All right, Steve, at this point, I'm going to remind you, please, to keep your answers as brief as possible. So That we can was get as, as many brief as possible. questions in, a story. You know anyway, what, sure? <laughs> <not. laughs>
1: it was a story question. Excuse me. Come on. <laughs> you know.
5: Carla, your turn. You're up.
6: All right, here you go. <laughs> if you could add 10 years to your life or $10 million to your bank account. no, come
1: on. No, That's give me the 10 years. Hands down. Give yeah. me the 10 uh-huh. years.
6: Yeah. I'll make yeah. that.
1: Hey, look, man, give me them 10 years.
6: Mm. Maybe I should ask Tommy that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you choose? Because
1: I can answer that for Tommy right now. If uh-huh. you gave Tommy $10 million, he'll take it and fake his death in front yes. of his family. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, you know, yeah.
5: And start <laughs> over. <laughs> Junior, yeah. what you got? Oh Carla, yo,
3: you already
6: asked.
3: Yourself. I did, and mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah, my money that was wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So, um, you you you've been around a minute, man. What is something that was way better about 15 years ago? Something that you just knew was way better. I would say music.
5: Oh, music. That's a good answer, Steve. All right, we'll be back with our last break of the day and some fresh closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey, <laughs> right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve
5: Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. What do you have for us? Closing remarks. Let's get it.
1: Uh, you know something I've been learning, y'all, and uh, I guess I've been certain because I've been doing these morning meditations Has really been helpful to me. You know, it's uh, really, really been having a really profound effect on my life, and I just I want to share with you all because uh, it's happening to me currently. And there's something that's happening that's really, really had an impact on my life. I didn't know. know, I started doing these morning meditations, right? And so part of it is, I got this app, this Bible app. You know, look, I ain't no preacher, so you you can take the message from me. I'm just telling you what I'm doing and how it's improved my life. I'm not a perfect person, so I I don't even really, you know, can I be really honest? I don't even think I'm trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be a good person man some of the mistakes i make i really don't i don't know man some of the mistakes i make i ain't really you know i don't know i i'm a little confused about myself sometimes it's kind of crazy i guess i am improving and trying to be better but i'm not making the same mistakes over and over i'm just finding out that it's it's not as easy to be a great person all the time because we're humans, you know, right? You know, we're going to all make mistakes. And so I've definitely made my share, but I keep on climbing and I keep on striving. So I guess I am trying to get a lot better. So I take that back. I am. But a friend of mine sent me a scripture. And the scripture is Psalms 5, 5 and 3. But I I I started reading from 1 all the way down to 4. And he said, hey man, before you start your day, in your morning meditation, he said, I want you to add this scripture. So part of my morning meditation is, I have these like um, daily words that I read from a gift that someone gave me for my birthday. And then I have a King James Bible and I have a New Living version of the Bible because I can't understand the King James version sometimes. So I- I have these two side by side, so whatever scripture I'm reading in the King James, I also have a, you know, New Living Testament with modern English in it, so I can really get an understanding. Of it. And uh, inside, one of my notes is two pages. One sheet of paper has things that I make sure that I read off every morning to thank him for, because I don't want to be ungrateful. I want I want him to know that I'm grateful for what all he's done for me. And I do this every morning, whether I'm having a great morning or not, whether I got some bad news the night before or not, or whether somebody said the answer to your question is no, you got to try something else. I read the thank you list anyway. And some of the stuff on my thank you list is stuff that someone has told me no about. But I thank God for it anyway, because what I've learned is I remember I've often been told no a bunch of times and it turned out to be a yes. So I thank him even when I get some disappointing news about a request that I put in. So I put in my thank yous first. Then my next sheet of paper, that's about 50 things I thank him for every day. And then I have another people with about 50 so things on it that I'm asking for. He said, before you read that list, Steve, he said, I want you to read Psalms five and three. And then it was so crazy because he said, man, since you're doing this every morning, do this. Five and three says, Lord, in the morning, you hear my voice. In the morning, I pray to you and I wait for you in hope. And so when he sent me the scripture, he sent it from another version. And he says after he, God hears him and hears him when he pray in the morning, he cries out to him. He waits expectantly throughout the day and so you know i've often talked to y'all about living your life as a as a life of expectation that the only way to draw a great life is to expect a great life the only way to think to be a great person is you have to think great people thoughts if you want to be successful you have to have successful thoughts if you have negative thoughts you're going to be a negative person so i've often said you know a man is as he thinketh and you have to live your life in expectation But this really cleared it up for me, man. I'm giving it to y'all, Psalms 2 through through 4. And I I just started reading this. And I, well, it's 3 through 4, but I read 2 through 4. It said, my King and my God, hear me when I cry for help. I pray to you. Lord, in the morning, you hear me. And in the morning, I pray to you. And I wait on you in hope. That's that expectation. Y'all, that has changed the game for me because it's taught me so many things, man, about how my mindset should be to begin the day. And even if you're not getting the things on your request list, be thankful for them because just because somebody told you no, that ain't necessarily God telling you no. And a lot of times people get off their hustle too quick before the real blessing come through. Just because that person said no, maybe God working on it from another angle. But as soon as you hear no and you stop wanting it or hoping for it, now your faith is gone. And now you can't get it because God don't give you what you want. He give you what you believe. So from now on, when you hear a no, leave it on your list. You don't know. That, was that person told you no. You don't know what God doing on the other side. But he hear you every morning. He do hear you. I just want y'all to know that. So try that. Try that scripture I tell you. That's Y'all have a great weekend.
5: Drop it. All right, huh?